Warning. The following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. Hey. 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 Uh, hey. We, uh, I'll say right now that we had to take that week off last week. I don't know, man. We really should change the name of this to the Trump Report. I was just telling Eric <laughs> before we started recording that we really should do, we could do a show like every other night now with this son of yep. a bitch, but... Because it sucks doing the show once a week in a way because by the time we get to anything, it's three stories past and it's been talked out so bad. So it's kind of hard to put like your own spin on anything. But yeah, I just wasn't feeling it last week. I skipped my other bullshit show and then this one too. I was like, man, I just need need a fucking week because the wife's been sick she got the flu and then of course she's preggers too so i've been trying to avoid her like the plague and because i don't need to get sick <laughs> or the, pregnant yeah or pregnant and <clears throat> then one of the uh, or, or my stepdaughter's sick too and now my son's saying he's not feeling well i'm like well great it's fucking working its way through the house so you're fucked yeah probably because i'm usually the one that gets sick all the time i've got like the worst immune system ever i i'm like jesus christ dude if i ever got fucking aids i'd be gone in like two weeks there's no i would not magic johnson it there's no fucking way because <laughs> it would skip the uh hiv part uh, and go straight to aids yeah because i've just i've got a bad immune system and i get everything gets me fucking sick like the weather changes i get fucking sick and it's ridiculous it's amazing i made it this long so, so yeah, took the took the week off, but you know, it's okay. There's so many other podcasts out there. I'm sure everybody just fucking forgot about us. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> but if you do care, follow us on Twitter at the Intel Sayers. <laughs> leave us some shitty comments on Facebook and rate us and leave comments on iTunes. No one does that anymore. We hit a wall on that. But anyway. All right, that's out of the way. Did we ever have bricks? <clears throat> you trying to make jokes, dude? Yeah, trying to make jokes. And this is not a comedy show, sir. This is oh, this is sorry. hardcore political talk. Sorry. Serious now? Yep, now, I'm serious now. Since Trump took over, now we've got to be serious. The shit's got real. <laughs> <laughs> has gotten real. Now... So what have you been up to, dude? I haven't talked to you since, you know, it's been two weeks since we've fucking chatted. Uh, been good. Been Any good. fucking uh, awesome stories you'd get shot at or anything in the last no, couple weeks? No, I, I didn't get a gun pulled on me or anything like that. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, n- nothing too crazy. I did go see uh, 
Logan. Oh, is it? I heard it's really the good. New Wolverine flick. Yeah, it's badass. I highly, highly recommend seeing it. I gotta say, I think it's just because all the commercials are just him and the fucking kid. I'm like, okay, so what is this about? Like, I know it's, that's not the movie. Like, I know it's like, th- that's the typical teaser trailer, and then the movie is probably got all kinds yeah. of crazy, insane shit. Well, it, it's tough, especially so like, you know, uh, whenever Deadpool was coming out, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knew it was rated R. Yep. Um, and it definitely tried to show some of that rated R-ness in some of the uh, trailers. Oh, yeah. And they even had like a rated R trailer that you could see on YouTube mm-hmm. before it was released. So you could really get an idea of how fucking crazy it was. Um, with Logan, like it is rated R, but the R-rated stuff is, you know, it's not so easily uh, put out there so it's like big time violence like you know wolverine is using those claws and ripping limbs off (laughs) i love that man like fucked up shit um you know and and cursing you know so it's it's not really like you know so when you like Mm -hmm. the deadpool it serves the purpose because you're trying to show the crude humor and all that stuff but with the Wolverine stuff, it's like, you know, do you really need to have that rated R trailer? Like, I knew going in that it being rated R meant that I was going to see some limbs flying off. You and, know, cause and, and you always hope for some titties. fucking claws. Uh, there are only one set of tits in the film. Yes, titties. Only one set of tits. And it's right at the beginning, so. <laughs> you get to walk and just walk out after that. You'll, but the, the bigger thing is, is that the theme of the movie is very hard to kind of conceptualize into a trailer. Like I think they did as good a job as they possibly could Mm -hmm. as far as I think I, it may, it may not have been the first trailer, but it was the first trailer that I saw. They had that, uh, Johnny cash hurt cover from nine inch nails. Yeah. Um, and that was very, very like (laughs) on point. You know, it's like Wolverine kind of just fucks everything up because he's Wolverine. Yeah. You know, um, so that whole, you know, I will make you hurt kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's it's definitely on point. Um, so it, it's tough from the trailers to really get a good idea of what it's going to be like. You know, and even I kind of had like had my doubts. I was like, man, this this looks good. I, I'm excited to see a, a rated R Wolverine movie. Yeah. Um, but it exceeded my expectations because it took a very, very serious tone. Like, I... Th- seriously, like, most comic book movies, you get a lot of, like, little chuckles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because they try to ham it up and all that stuff. Gotta make it for the kids, man. Had Kid the friendly. tongue-in-cheek. This one, I think I may have chuckled once. The entire movie. That's... They did not pull the joke card very much at all. There was not a whole lot of, you know, little tongue-in-cheek shit. It was all fucking... Very serious. I like that. I saw. I. I mean. I like. I said. All I saw was a few previews, and it was really hard to get a read on what the movie is going to be. But all the reviews and stuff I saw of it were just fucking crazy. Like Rotten Tomatoes, it had like a ninety-seven or something. I mean, yeah, it's, it's insane. It, so the, it's it's hard to describe. I mean, I guess the best way to describe it is it's kind of like. Um, 
uh, almost like a family coming together road trip movie. Uh, I'll take but, my son to see it so we can bond. But with limbs flying off and crazy shit happening with mutants. <laughs> you know, because uh, they don't really show it very much in the in the trailers, but Professor X is old, very old, uh-huh. and he's got a degenerative brain disease, so oh, he's not no. all there. Um and he has, you know, the psych, psychotic, or, uh, psychokinesis powers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that causes problems, you know. So it, it's it's all kinds of crazy shit. That was kind of tough to get from the trailers, but yeah, I mean, it's it deserves all the praise that it's getting. It's it's a good watch. I want to go see it again, actually. That's cool. Yeah, <clears throat> I was gonna wait and uh, give it a, at least a week or so because I figured it'd be insane. Maybe I'll yeah. try and. I might try and roll out and see it yeah. this weekend. And I mean, it. I think it should have gotten better than it did, but I mean, I think it will now that word of mouth is going crazy on it. But mm-hmm. I think it was the fifth highest opening for a rated R film, which yeah, I it, thought it would be higher. But it's definitely. I was gonna say, good luck at catching Deadpool, man. Deadpool almost got like oh, yeah, eight Deadpool or nine hundred million dollars. Crushed it. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Um. Yeah, so I went and I saw um, I saw Green Day on Saturday. I took the, we took the kids because my sons wanted to see them. And yeah, I saw the Facebook wife. post. So yeah, my my wife every fucking thing we do, uh, she has to take pictures to put on Facebook. So and me and the boys, it. I told them, I said, just give her the fucking dead eye don't smile don't give her what she wants so we gave just shit looks at her i was about to say i looked at it i was like <laughs> man they all do not look happy to be there <laughs> we, we intentionally did that and she got so yeah. mad she took like three pictures i know you did i didn't know that the kids did that's funny yeah i told him i was like i told the boys because they're sitting next to me i was like i could just fucking dead eye or do you don't don't <laughs> smile don't do anything so and she just got pissed, so she went and put it on the stupid Facebook anyway. I was like, mm, "That's what you get." So, but you guys I, looked like you were in the boonies, man. Yeah, I mean, well, dude. Okay, so there's five of us, and like the cheap seats are like forty bucks each, and I'm like, I ain't paying top dollar. Like, if it's me or me and the woman, oh, I'm gonna be having better seats. But I've seen them before, and this was kind of more for the kids. And I'm like, eh, they're ungrateful little shits anyway. <clears throat> so I just got cheaper seats and stuff. So yeah, we we're up in the fucking nosebleeds. But is in a bat like <clears throat> excuse me for people who don't live in Dallas. You know the Mavericks and Stars play at the American Airlines Center and stuff. It's a it's a good venue for shows. Like the sounds good in there. It's not like some outdoor venues or some things. You know it sounds like shit unless you're sitting and right in front of the stage or something. So it's like the acoustics are not bad in there to see a show. So I, and like I said, I've seen them a couple times. So I wasn't going to spend fucking hundred and some bucks a ticket for fucking five of us, dude. That's just too much. Fucking yeah. It's having a family's the worst. <laughs> it ruins everything. You can't do shit. <laughs> um, but anyway, so no, but the reason I brought them up, not just because I'm just bragging. Yeah. I went to saw Green Day. No, um, the band that opened for him was a band called Against Me. And yeah, I've heard of them. See, I, I'd heard the name, but I've never listened to them. So I'm like, well, I'll check out some of their shit before I go. So, you know, I'm fucking YouTube and some videos and songs. And I watched like a couple of the, two or three of their videos. And like 
they're just it's four dudes they're all just fucking regular looking like they're not all fucking crazy hair or anything they're just short-haired fucking guys and you know a few tats and they look just like any normal dudes. they're not fucking crazy punkers or anything and um so i'm watching uh, these like some of their old stuff first and then i got to some of their new videos and i'm like oh they have a girl. I go, oh, they must have got rid of one of the band members because now they have a girl in the band. And, um, and then I'm watching the video. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not a girl. That's that's a dude. And I, and I realized that I, I was like, something fishy's going on here. So I went and did some reading on him. And the lead singer for Against Me is, over the last few years, has come out as transgendered. And so he's going through... A change now you know he's going through this i don't know how far along he is and stuff but it was weird and then i watched like there's like a little interview thing on it and stuff because then that piqued my interest um because there's locally there's a transgender story i'll talk about in a second because i want to ask your opinion on some stuff on it and then of course today there's of course or last week trump uh reneged on that uh the the transgender um uh, fucking protections that Obama put place, and the yeah, Supreme Court so the, basically the said, bathroom law, essentially. Yeah, and the Supreme Court basically kicked that back to the the lower courts today. That decision came down uh, that they're not going to hear the case this this term, um, which basically just leaves it in place. Like even though um, Trump rescinded it, there's basically I guess there's like a hold on. It. I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing, so I'm kind of going this is a little bit out of my ass, but I guess it kind of puts a hold on it according to like title nine and everything where the protections are still there for now. Like it's going to go to the Supreme court eventually, but they kicked it back because it'll be a four, four tie, which keeps it like whatever the lower court ruled on, which was in like Obama's favor to begin with. So what they're doing is they're holding out basically until Gorsuch gets on the court and then I'll go up there. So, Hey, trans people kiss your fucking rights. Goodbye. Um, but, so I'm watching the interview with him. He's talking about, you know, how he's always felt this way and he just decided to come out and he's married and has kids, you know, he's not you know, like a lot of transgendered. It seems like they're not homosexuals. I guess I, I hate that fucking term, but they're not gay. Um, so they just, they like, you know, they have that feeling like I was born. I should have been a girl, blah, blah, blah whatever. Yeah. And, um, but it was interesting. I was listening to him talk about it, and then there's all this shit. And we talked about it on the show a couple years ago because it's the first time that transgendered really came out. I mean, before Caitlyn fucking Jenner, who I despise, um, should be in prison for murder right now. Um, but it's like, that's, I'm an old guy. You know, I'm going to be 43 here in another month and a half or so. And I never had heard the term transgendered up until just a couple years ago. I mean, growing up for me, it was always, you'd heard transvestite, just a dude that wants to dress like a woman. You know, yeah, that's cross dresser. Yeah. That's like all we'd ever hear. You know, you didn't have that term. It's, a, it's so new to me. So, and this is where, you know, I, I had this talk with my wife cause I watched this cause vice this week on HBO did the whole show was on transgendered youth. So I'm watching it, and it's like, man, I really, I, I, I'm like, this is where I come out where I'm like such an idiot because I'm like, I really don't understand the whole transgender thing. Like, being gay is an easy concept for me. It makes a lot of sense as far as like, I would, I would say it's about equal for me. Like, 
I don't get why anybody would want to take a dick. Well, no, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, well, I yeah. also don't yeah, get a, why anybody would want to cross dress. <laughs> but I mean, that's because I'm heterosexual and yeah, straight and, and that, all that stuff. So yeah, and that's it's where a it's, foreign concept to me. And, and I get that. I mean, I think it just maybe it's just the whole. I've been around. I've known gay people. I've been around. Yeah, gay I guess people. so. It's just to me, it it's like, hey, I like guys. You know, okay. You know, it's like that's I can get I relate to that concept. But like listening to the interview with that singer from Against Me and then watching this documentary where they have some of these kids, um, and they have like they had kids as young as like five and eight who are going through the phase of, you know, they're already both of them one was a boy, one was a girl, wanting to be either or. So the five year old was born a boy and now he he's a girl. Wears little yeah. dresses, plays with dolls, everything. And his mom's explaining, you know, like, even at the age of, like, two and three, he's, as soon as he could talk, he's telling his mom, like, his, his mom's dressing him like a boy and buying him boy toys. And and he's like, Mom, I'm, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. Why are you making me wear boy stuff? I'm a girl. And I think, like, that freaked me out in a way. I'm like, how can a, a kid so young, you know, like really identify that way and understand it enough where i mean as a parent i'm like do you go ahead like this kid's parent this is uh they're in texas they're outside of houston very conservative area you know they're super conservative oh, super shit. religious so most of their family like she gave in to the you know her son kept telling her i'm a girl i'm a girl this is how i feel i don't want to be a boy i want to grow my hair out i want to do this so the mother finally let her now daughter. Um, and if I get names wrong, if I do the he, she wrong or stuff, f- fuck you guys. I don't want to hear your shit. Bigoted piece of shit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. It's like, I still call Caitlyn Jenner. He, a lot of times it's just, you can't, I'm old. I know Caitlyn Jenner since I was, or Bruce, you know, for me, since I was a kid as the Olympian. So if you fuck you guys, <laughs> you know, if I don't get the pronouns right, but I'm like, it's, it's like the whole family, you know, just turned on him basically. And she and the mom's just freaking out. Like she's the same as I me. I believe that. She's like, I didn't even understand what trans. She goes, four or five years ago, I never heard of transgendered. She goes, I don't understand it. She goes, but this is my child. This is what my child wants. And this is what I have to do. And I think for me, it's like, I, I'm looking at these kids. I mean, a five-year-old that you're letting make this choice. I don't know. I mean, I guess... The kid's got to be the kid, what the kid's going to be, but I don't know if I would, if like I've got this one on the way. If this one came out at three years old, because I know I'm having a son, and says, I think I'm a girl. I want to start dressing and acting like a girl. I'm going to probably be like, no. When you get a little older, if this is one of those things that carries on, you know, where they just feel this way and doesn't go away and they start getting up into like, you know, the teenage stage where they're hitting puberty then it's a different story i guess at that point because then you have to say well we've got years of this this evidently is what this this kid wants and you know it's like are you going to go along with it or are you going to fight it and make it even worse on this kid because i mean the statistics which they i've seen it before and they really pushed it hard in that vice special was you know about 41 percent of trans people attempt suicide Oh yeah, yeah. Their suicide rate is 
very, very high. Oh, it's, it's of, that's the highest out of any group. It's astronomical. I mean, that's so you're basically if your child really is that feels that strongly about it, and you're not supportive, you're basically almost signing their death warrant. You know what I mean? And I think that's the way a lot of these parents felt. And like the eight year old, um, like I say, as a girl that want that that she's a boy you know she wants to be a boy so yeah um he now um is starting to already get into like having some um like pre-puberty changes so oh so doing that repression therapy or whatever no 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 so they're actually starting to do hormone therapy like that that's what i meant that's what i meant yeah he they stunt the uh, the hormones so they don't hit puberty so early yeah suppressing it it. and so i mean it's weird because like the this boy uh his parents i guess passed away there in some kind of accident so his grandfather's the one taking care of him. His grandfather's very supportive. I mean, he's got his other grandparents, you know, and, and, uh, so it's, you know, they're, they're taking them and getting them, you know, they, they went through all the process, explained everything. And this has been years. I mean, ever since, you know, same thing, this, she was very little. She identifies a boy. So, and now it's getting to that part. They're talking about, you know, the hormone therapy. And then, you know, they're talking about, you know, when they start getting older and the teens, you know, doing like breast, you know, for like the boys want to be the girls, breast augmentation or, you know, the extra hormones and stuff. So for the girls, then they'll start developing like the broader shoulders and the smaller hips, you know, and it's like you can do this stunt. Like we're talking the suppression thing that they did with this girl. So she doesn't go through puberty. Um, but they can always kind of reverse that. Like they put a thing in her. It's almost like those, uh, fucking birth control the women have implanted. Uh, it's like yeah. one of those to do the stunt. And they're always like, you know, you change your mind later. We can always take this out and then puberty will kick in naturally. But, you know, maybe a little different, but they'll still experience it, especially at that young of age. But it's weird. It's like, you think about it, It's like to do that kind of stuff. The kid that they're talking like, this is like the first generation of people where it's a known quantity this transgendered where it's i wouldn't say it's accepted but it's known and it is more accepted and they have the treatments the suppression they have you know some of the other things you know for the augmentations and the hormone therapies and all that kind of stuff later on down the road and they've never done this this is like the first couple generations now that are uh, have these treatments available so, you know, there's always the concerns like they don't know how these things are going to react to them as they get older. Um, you know, if they do change their mind, I mean, it could stunt their growth. It changes their voices with the girls and everything. And it's irreversible on a lot of this. So that's where it scares me with like these kids doing this because I'm always like, they're, I mean, I, I guess you're wired the way you're wired. And this is why I don't understand it. But as an adult, going back to that singer of Against Me, listen to him talk. And they had one other guy on there who's probably like maybe 20-ish. And he's now going, like he always had felt this way. But now that he's away from his family who basically disowned him, he's going through all these processes to become a woman. And I'm like, this is this is where it gets ignorant, Michael, right here. I understand, like you may identify as a woman, but why can't you be happy like in your body the way you are and not have to have long hair and breasts and like, I don't, uh, the, this, I guess it's a, 
what do they call that? Dysmorphia? Is that it? it Body might, dysmorphia. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm probably fucking up that word, but you, where like you look in a mirror and you just don't see what you are, and it basically makes you insane almost. I mean, it it psychologically, I guess that's what they're saying. But and this is like I said, I haven't experienced this, so I don't understand it. But I'm just like, like the one guy's married, he's already got kids. I mean, he's in his mid thirties. It's like at this point. Why would you want to go through all that? Like he had to go explain to his wife, like, this is how I've always felt. I need to do this. He had to explain it to his child and stuff. I'm like, it's like, you've got a pretty good life. You could come out and say, this is how I feel. But I mean, to go through all the rigmarole of doing the change and the augmentations and the, you know, the hormone therapies and stuff at that point, I, I think that's what. I don't get like, and this is like, we're saying, like you're saying, you know, I'm not gay. So I don't understand. I want to take a dick as a guy, but, but I guess it, this makes, and I know I'm, I come off like, uh, but I, the reason I'm saying this is because I guarantee you like 90% of other fucking just straight jerks like me, especially in my age range, th- think the same thing. They're probably like, I don't get it. Why do you have to go through all this? Like you can be a woman, but not have to be a woman. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Do I sound like a total moron, or do you get where I'm coming from? No, I mean it's it's a it's a, I mean it's kind of a new thing for a lot of people. So, um, you know the the as far as the science behind it, like it's still kind of out there. Like, you know, whether it's some kind of mental disorder, as far as the body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. you know, like they may there may actually be some kind of chemical or scientific evidence for why people feel like they're supposed to be, uh, you know, the opposite sex. And does that translate into, you know, some kind of body dysmorphia dysfunction to where they, they get it wrapped up in their head so much that they have to do something about it, that it becomes a psychosis, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, you know, there, there's still a lot of theories and there's a lot of, you know, science that's been floating out there, but it's not as concrete as, say, you know, with uh, homosexuality. Like, they, they've they gotten it down pretty much. They they know why people are gay, you know, and it's it's a natural thing. So, you know, that, that's why it's, I think, a little bit easier for people to accept, you know, that in... And uh, it's it's just like with uh, homosexuality. It it started out as a very big taboo thing. It's something that's been around forever. Mm-hmm. But you know, in in our civilization, it's you know, even to this day, there's still people that discredit it. You know, because they have some religious ideology, uh, backwards thinking that you know these people are just pretending that they like being with the same sex you know it's like yeah yeah they're they're just making it up as they go along people (laughs) have you ever met anybody who's gay come on (laughs) they are just like straight people it's they want what they want that's it you know and then that even goes for bi i mean there's people that don't care you know to them sexuality is just about the experience and pleasure it's not about you know uh genders and shit so Mm -hmm. uh but as far as transgenderism i mean it's 
it's still kind of up in the air. So there's a, a lot of confusion behind it because there's no real concrete answers. It's just the only thing we know is that the people who are know who they are and what they want. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm sure that there are some transgender people out there that don't want to transition. You know, that, that want to keep their naughty bits where they are. Yeah. And just, you know, be a woman but still have, you know, their balls. Um, <laughs> That's one way of putting it. So, you know, I, I think you got a little bit of both. You got, you got those that... And some of those people might be because they knew that it would be such a taboo thing for you know their friends and family to deal with it that they just kind of said well you know i can never fully transition so that's just out of my head you know yeah i'm, I'm just gonna have to be the gender that i am uh in the mindset of the gender that i'm not uh so and like you said this is not not exactly the first but this is the first as far as some of the advanced uh medical procedures especially for adolescents um that's been coming out so it's it's a whole new ball game that's it's gonna take some time for the dust to settle um and it's it's difficult because it can't be easy as a guy who's got a wife and kids to sit there and sit him down and go through what he wants to do because yeah. I mean, he knows he knows that he's gonna hurt especially his wife i'm pretty sure not very happy about it uh i mean yeah. i guess with him it, he was fortunate i guess because he seemed like his wife was really understanding everything i can't imagine in most cases that would be yeah may, <laughs> so, maybe understanding maybe supportive yeah. but yeah I there's mean, gonna be some weirdness but i mean evidently i mean he's he's not gay i mean he loves his wife he's it's just he yeah. feels like a woman. That, that's what I mean. It's like it's like you're doing okay, dude. Just you know, just f- come out and say this is how I really feel and stuff. But eh, maybe I'll have to do all the other stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you got uh, hey, if you got I, to, you got to. I guess. Yeah, I mean, as as far as the full transition thing, I I honestly don't know whether that's something that's rooted deep or you know, it's it's the cause of mm-hmm. them feeling that they're not who they're supposed to be and then that turns into some kind of psychosis that essentially it it comes down to life or death you know yeah and that's what i was saying when watching that show you know with like some of the parents especially that one mom of the five-year-old she was so broke up about because like i said she a very christian conservative family and friends and they all kind of turned on her but she basically came at conclusion she started studying it and looking into it and saw that number that you know 41 percent of transgender will commit suicide and she's like she goes it's basically either you know i'm going to do this for my my child because i love my child or you know i'm gonna you because she said early on when you know her son would come to her and say i'm a girl i'm a girl when she's like three four years old you know um, she said she'd get mad and just like whip his ass and stuff and say, no, stop talking like this. You know, you're, you're a boy and this and that. And she said she used to beat his ass and she felt really bad about it. And then she finally just after a couple of years of this kid telling her this over and over and the mannerisms and how effeminate he was and what he was into. She finally was like, this is who he is. 
And, you know, like I said, she looked into it and just said, either I'm going to do this for my child or I may not have a child. And, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing if, uh, you know, the, the kids coming to you and saying stuff like that. And it's like they're just trying to get attention. Mm-hmm. And then that flavor of the month is gone, you know, really quick. But when they're telling you for years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a pretty good indicator that yeah, they think that's just the way they are. Um, it's 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 a difficult subject, and I'm I might you know I'm gonna put myself on a pedestal here. Oh, I did say like years ago that the transgender was gonna be the next big thing. <laughs> I was gonna give you credit for that because I was thinking I remember when we had this conversation. It was a few years back on the podcast. Um. I think it was right after the gay marriage went through and we were talking about what's the next big issue. And I figured that because it already started kind of in some States, the whole legalizing marijuana would be the next big one that we had probably overcome. And you said, Oh, I don't know. I think transgender (laughs) will be the next big one. I'm like, yeah, maybe (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) So I I mean, I I, I do think, I mean, obviously we're taking a huge step back, uh, these four years. Uh, Um, but, but you know what though, or at, at least two, if but, we can uh, win some primaries. Well, yeah. Well, that Supreme Court justice is going to be a fucking killer, though. Yeah, it's going to hurt a lot. But I think as far as societally, it's because of a lot of the hurdles that we have already come through. Mm-hmm. Um, at least my hope is that it'll be easier for the transgender community to be accepted. Yeah, and that's my hope. What's reality is a whole other thing. Well, and that that could be just total false hope because, I mean, look at how long it took for gays to be accepted, and they're still not yeah. accepted. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, at least not, they have not fully. They have federal but they have rights, rights on their side. Yeah, you know? yeah, they have rights. And I guess the one thing with it is, you know, with the Trump administration, who's going to definitely stomp on some of more of the rights and. It's emboldening all these states that are run by conservatives. I mean, North Carolina already pulled their shit. Texas is doing the same thing. They've got the same bathroom law, and there's other states doing that. Um, It'll bring more attention to it, you know. And then, like I said, I've seen more of it. And one of the things I saw a couple weeks ago, and since we did the show last week, I saved this. And then, like I said, I went to that concert and then i watched that special and i'm like jesus christ i'm getting my bar of transgender i go i need to talk we need to talk about this because we got to get off of trump for a few minutes one day um there's locally here in texas where i live in the mid cities area there's um a high school uh called Ulysses trinity big football school but evidently they have a really good um women's wrestling team too and the girl that won the wrestling state championship is a transgendered boy. It born a female, transitioned to a boy now, and this they're teenagers. So um, he is already done the blockers and is doing hormone therapy now. And the problem with it is, even though he identifies as a boy. And he's been taking hormone therapy the last couple of years and doing all this stuff because the state, uh, state law, because born a female, he can't wrestle the other boys. So he dominated. He won state in the as a female. <laughs> I mean, he is a female, but you know what I mean. And um, 
and of course, all the girls, some girls wouldn't even wrestle him. And they some of the teams boycotted. And I mean, he dominated. He had 15, 56 and 0 record. And he, he was pissed. He's like, I should have been wrestling the other boys. This is not fair to these girls. It's not fair to me. But because of this fucking Christian conservative Texas, that's the way it, you know, it was. But I guess in a way, I, I kind of see it because if it was a, a boy transitioning to a girl and then he's wrestling other boys and, you know, he's already going through hormone therapy and maybe other things and it's a female type body wrestling other... It, there's so much that's where there's so many things with this since it's so new it makes so many things tricky and we even talked about the bathroom thing it's like i understand how people get a little freaked out when you're like um so that dude thinks he's a woman now and he's gonna go use the women's bathroom where my little girls are in there i totally get how people freak on that and they're i mean like i said i I don't think it's a huge issue I mean, they try and turn it into something else, the conservatives. I mean, they, they yeah. use it for other methods. But I get the frustration with some parents and people when they think about that. Because to me, even I'm like, eh, it's a little, I don't know about that one. <laughs> even I think about it. Now, but with these kids, and like we're talking about Obama's law, you know, gave children in public schools a chance to go to the bathroom that of the gender they identify with. Kids, it's one thing. You know what I mean? And I think after generations of kids doing this and transitioning and more and more students, the younger people get used to it, then it's as adults, it's not such a big deal. But like I said, 40-year-old white guy, me, sees this thing coming into now and I see other you know, 30, 40 year old dudes going into a female bathroom because they see themselves as a woman now. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I, so I understand the mindset, you know, and like this wrestling thing's another one. It's like when you start getting into sports and as these kids start coming out and transitioning and stuff, it's, I know that's a really tricky proposition, you know, like, well, are you going to play for the boys team? Are you going to be on the girls team? You're going to be, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, man. This is a tough one, and I don't know, man. I'm so old now, and like you said, with gay issues, it's taken so many. I mean, dude, hell, let's just look at, you know, racial issues are still unsettled in a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever see this be a completely normal thing before I kick the bucket here in another 30 or 40 years, you know, God willing, God, sweet baby Jesus willing. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, me and the boys decided we were having Chinese food the other day that we're all just for the, or they're telling me there's like, they're like, so we're just going to, cause none, my whole family is a bunch of fucking heathens. Except for my wife. She's kind of like, like I said before, she's kind of fake Christian. Like she thinks she believes she don't know what she's talking about, but the boys are like, Hey, so, you know, we're just going to wait till we're on our deathbed and we're going to accept Jesus just to play it safe. God <laughs> damn like, it. I'm like, you fucking, I go, you can't cheat the system like that. I go, God knows. <laughs> he knows everything. I was like, although I think Hitler did that when he was in the bunker. He's like, I accept your Jesus. And then, so he's in actually heaven right now up there fucking torturing Jews in heaven. Well, I guess, did Jews go to heaven? I guess they do. Uh, Is it the same yeah. heaven? I don't know how that uh-huh. works, man. I they mean, have a different, they have like Mormon heaven. But they go before like Joseph Smith and Elohim. And yeah, Jesus. No, I think no. So it's just 
It's it's everything that Christians believe minus Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because Jesus wasn't the son of God. He was just like a homie. But that's like uh, Muslims. They believe in Jesus, but he wasn't like the son of God. He was just a prophet. He's just a fucking homie, man. Yeah. He's just hanging out. <sighs> I God damn it. That's... Let's talk about Trump for a little bit. <laughs> so, so fucking defeated. Um, Trump. Well, everybody already knows what's been going on in the news. Um, yes. And it really pisses me off because I'm getting fucking tired of the news giving me this bullshit. Like, give me what's actually happening, not not this fucking crazy ass. He's just saying something on Twitter bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking obnoxious because it just distracts from what's actually going on. Um. Mm. So I don't know if you saw it, but uh, he proposed what he wants to do as far as the EPA goes. Uh, the only thing I heard was slashing budgets like by fucking... Well, yeah, a lot. Two-thirds two or some ridiculous number. A lot. Um, if you break it down is. by the different wings, so the um, enforcement arm of the EPA, he wants to cut by 11%. Mm-hmm. Um and that will drastically reduce the amount of people that are out there that are able to look and enforce uh, polluters that violate any clean air or water laws, you know, mm-hmm. such as like Volkswagen that got caught cheating on their emissions tests um, <laughs> and little things like that. Uh, he wants to do a 30% cut to um, lead cleanup. Mm. So the funds that go to states to enforce monitoring and treatment standards for drinking water. Um, he wants to drastically cut those. So you would imagine that more things like Flint, Michigan will happen around because there's not going to be enough nah. people around to do those jobs. Nah, it'll be fine. Um, he wants to do cuts to, uh, the education arm of it as well. Um, for example, you know, radon testing, uh, they do a lot of uh, programs to educate and promote testing in homes um, for radon, which is a odorless, colorless glass that is the leading cause of lung cancer among non-smokers. Mm. Um, he wants to uh, do drastic, like 40% cuts to uh, abandon industrial sites. So... When a company goes belly up that was a polluter, they don't have the money to pay for the full cleanup of their plant, the government steps in with Superfund sites and uh, Brownfield sites. Um, So they want to cut those Brownfield sites significantly back, so then we'll have less operators to be able to do cleanup whenever a company goes belly up and can't afford their cleanup of their waste and shit. (laughs) <laughs> so that's great. Um, Trump wants to propose cuts of at least 90% to programs that restore the Chesapeake Bay, uh, which stretches across uh, six states. Um, and that's just part of one of his big uh, environmental restoration cuts that he wants to do. Um, that also leads to uh, the Great Lakes, which actually have improved a lot. Uh-huh. Um, those yeah. are going to just get shit on again. 
Yeah, like what was? How much of the cuts of those? You had those numbers because they were extreme too. Um, I, mean, were... I I don't have them in front of me. I just remember seeing I, it, and it was pretty damn drastic. Seriously, I think it was like the Chesapeake Bay. I think it was literally like in the ninety, like near ninety yeah. percent of the funding. I mean, it was. I mean, it was ridiculous. It's basically just saying fuck it altogether. Yep. So hey, good luck, man. Hey, Michigan. Hey, Wisconsin. You enjoy fucking voting for him, you son of a bitch. Good luck. It's uh, it's not shaping too good for uh, the environment. Um, he pretty much doesn't eh, give two it. shits about it. Uh, and we're gonna look like China here pretty soon. Well, oh, I do have a funny story on that. So my buddy was in China for work. Um, he does like online advertising and development stuff like that. Um, that's what he does. So he was over there, and he was on a live uh, Twitter uh, and uh, Facebook and uh, like live streaming event for his company with like over three hundred people, um, all of whom were Chinese. So he had a translator there. Oh, uh, so. But the very beginning of the conference, it was like kind of a little questionnaire kind of thing. You know, they took mm-hmm. questions from a couple people. Um, and the first question he got was from this late, this girl who asked uh, him what he thought of the uh, skyline there in uh, Shanghai. And he thought that she was talking about like the smog and shit. Uh-huh. It's, it's really bad there. Like you have to wear a freaking mask when you walk around. You know? Oh yeah, we've talked about it on this show before about. Yeah. And we, well, anybody saw the Beijing Olympics? So he shots of it. Ooh. So he was like, "Yeah, I kind of had to pause and like really think about it because <laughs> I know I shouldn't be talking about that. No, because the if the government doesn't like what you say, they'll fucking lock your ass up. Like they don't give a shit." No, that's China, dude. It ain't North Korea. No, that, they, <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, look it up, man. China does. Ju- they do have very strict stuff. And even like the Chinese people, they are not supposed to talk about it. Well, it's, that it's a I thing. understand. I'm telling you, look it up. So he was like, how do I respond to this? <laughs> and, and so uh, he was like, I, I, uh, do you mean the smog? And then the translator kind of like just looks at him (laughs) and then like almost reluctantly says it into the microphone. (laughs) And then you see the woman's face just kind of like look kind of shocked. And then she's like, I meant the the cityscape, like the buildings. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, oh. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> what, what you can see, you know, around the smog. <laughs> so, dick. yeah, that's what we'll turn into. It's it's going to be like China where we're afraid to talk about the shitty pollution and smog because you get locked up by Hitler Trump. Well, the one positive about uh, just saying fuck it on the environment is that the global warming will increase so much faster. And they're already saying by the end of this century that most of Florida, basically like the whole keys and miles be inland underwater. Would be underwater. So we might instead of see if it was going to be at the end of the century, I'm not going to live that long to see it. But now they're saying with 
as much as the the heat has picked up, like you know, because the last like four years straight have been the hottest year on record. It just keeps going and going. If Trump completely just says fuck it over the next four years, and it's like after you put those things in motion, it takes time to fucking reverse everything, all the damage. Yeah. Um, wait, maybe I'll get to see Florida fucking go under in my lifetime, and I'll be like, that's what you <laughs> motherfuckers get for two thousand putting Bush in office, you sons of bitches. Now, the people that we listen to us in Florida, which we have a few, uh, you guys, I'm warning you now, you got plenty of time to get out of there, so I'm not going to fucking apologize for wanting your state to fucking sink. You got plenty of time to get out of there. But I'm just saying, that fucking, we're going to probably get to see some of it go under in, <laughs> in our lifetime. I and mean, it's kind of already happening almost. Uh, if you look at um, oh, Miami. Dude, yeah, I was going to say, in Miami, like some of those, be- those beachfront daylight things, flash they- floods. <laughs> Yeah, they have, they've literally, the city of Miami, it, you, I'd say anybody doesn't know about this, look this shit up, they have pumps that are going 24-7 all, like along the, uh, where the fucking, the, oh god damn it, the water, uh, the walls are that they have to keep the water out. And then the streets, a lot of them around the area are made of like limestone, so it's real porous. So the water actually, like Eric's saying, during the day, it comes up and the streets will flood Yep. During the day. Like, <laughs> yeah. the fucking streets in the yeah. suburbs have, like, you know, four or five inches of water already. It's ridiculous, dude. Yep. I mean, I don't... Yeah, I we're fucking, already I, seeing I it. Know. And, yeah, some of the hey. pictures, like, you could see... Like, I've seen pictures of the difference, like, where that, you know, uh, wall line was. And, you mm-hmm. know, I had a picture from, like, five years ago where the water was to where it is now. And it's, like, it's pretty significant. Oh, it's, it's crazy. like, oh, shit. It's like, Miami, you need to get the fuck out of there. Hey, good luck, Florida, because your <laughs> fucking governor... shit's going down. <laughs> yeah, and their governor... Oh, yeah, Rick their Scott governor's Moore, a climate denier. Little piece he of won't shit. even allow... He won't even allow anyone oh, yeah, in his right. government to say climate change. They yeah. can't use climate no, change. In no or, official document can they put climate change. Ridiculous. Yeah, go down to Miami, good you luck. son of a bitch. <laughs> and explain that. Eh, well, fuck them. Like I said, that's what they get. <laughs> hey, man, if it's a good thing Texas isn't <laughs> fucking right on the water. Like See, that. I think you're looking at this wrong. So this is what happens when it because it won't be like an overnight. All of a sudden, Florida's flooded. No, no, it's going to take like fifty years, hundred years. But and all the lunatics that are there are are gone. No, they're going to move elsewhere, man. <laughs> well, but here's and I'll tell my you what, they ain't coming to my blue state. No, I think my theory is this. They'll probably stay in that to, area, so they'll just move up to, like, Georgia or South Carolina, and it's like, fine, dude. Those are already red states. Just let them just keep... They could just stay in that region. Just let them stay right there. <laughs> but... Oh, um... I guess... God damn it. See, dude, we're like an hour in. We haven't done any Trump stuff. Couple we don't quick have points. to. Everybody already fucking knows all this stupid shit. I know, but a couple quick points. I just wanted points, to point I out think- the EPA proposals that he put out because I have to dig to fucking find this shit. It's like, why am I having to dig to find this? This should be <laughs> readily available, but instead we're talking about his fucking Twitter. Who gives a flying fuck? Well, no, no, no. This isn't... I mean, everybody knows about the whole Obama tweets and that psychotic episode he had on Saturday morning. Everybody knows about that. And I hope that they wore wiretapping because if they wore, I'm sure if anybody saw the news, they probably have heard this. But the first thing 
because my wife's been sick. So I was actually up in the morning and had the fucking MSNBC on because it helps me go to sleep. So I had it on. And when they broke news, like Trump is on a tweeting tirade this morning, I look it up. And so I'm like fucking looking at him as as he's sending him. I'm just like, what the fuck is this crazy motherfucker calling Obama sick and shit and saying he was tapping. I'm like, first of all, this motherfucker is so stupid. Does he not realize that Obama doesn't have the authority to do that? That would be the FBI, CIA. That would be the director of intelligence. They would have to show proof to a FISA court that there is either they're like the whole Russian thing, either they're working with a foreign, they're doing something illegal. They'd have to show a FISA court enough evidence to prove that Trump was, or someone in his so administration was pretty up much to is something. incriminating himself. Yeah. And I'm like, does he understand that? Does this fucking nitwit not get that? He's basically saying someone is doing some tricky shit if that was true. But I mean, the James Comey, who we know, fucked Hillary over with his bullshit announcement. He's no fucking friend of the Democrats. He came out and said, that, yeah, we didn't do that. The director of national intelligence came out and said, yeah, we're not fucking doing that. So he's insane. Like, I don't, I just, I don't know. Too much crazy. But why all this is going on, the point, the real point I'm trying to get to, going a long way around to get to it, is North Korea has been firing off missiles like a motherfucker into the Sea of Japan. They fired off a few more today. And one of the things, and Obama even told the Trump administration this when he left office, it's just like when George W. Bush came into office when Clinton was leaving, Clinton's security team sat down with him and said, the biggest problem you're going to have that you got to watch for is Osama bin Laden and this group that he's got al-qaeda they were warned about that when bush took office would bush do he took a, he took fucking vacation for nine months in goddamn crawford texas clearing brush off his ranch and then we got attacked which i still think they kind of allowed to happen because they had plenty of intel on it not saying that they did it i'm not one of these crazy conspiracy 9-11 truther guys i'm just saying probably if we had a president that was actually paying attention and had a good team in place Maybe could stop that shit. When Obama left, he pulled Trump and his idiot team together and said, North Korea, you got to watch them. They are, within the next few years, he goes, they will be capable of launching a nuclear weapon to us. Like, now they have nuclear capability, but they can't get a missile this far. That's why they're doing all this ballistic missile testing now. They're working on getting it. And he told him. Within four years, he goes by. He goes during your presidency. He goes. They will be have the capability to launch a fucking nuke and hit the West Coast. And they're stepping up their fucking game. And you know, I remember. Or you might remember this too. Right at the, la- at the last few months of Obama, there was that incident where like some little shitty Iranian boat like came up to one of our Navy ships and was like flipping them off and stuff or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Trump said he was. Oh, I'd blow them out of the fucking water. Well. Today, or yesterday, I don't know, time differences or whatever, a couple of Iranian boats did the same thing to some of our ships. Trump is such a fucking blowhard. But the thing is, every time these Russia things get blown up into the news again, or like more shit comes out, like, oh, by the way, Jer- his little 
fucking uh, son-in-law, Jared Kushner, was with Flynn when they were meeting with the Russians. Oh, guess what? Your fucking attorney general lied about meeting with the Russians a couple times a few months ago before the election. Yep, and had to recuse himself. <laughs> All Anytime the heat gets turned up, that's when he goes on these insane tirades and shit. You know, last time it was the fucking three to five million illegals voted, which we're going to get to the bottom of. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that since. Well, when's that investigation going to be over with? Um, is that is that going to finish up right after the fucking my guys are going to get back from Hawaii with, you know, Obama's fake birth certificate? So there's a pattern. Anytime the heat gets turned up on Russia talk or some shit comes out in the administration, he goes off on a tangent and then the media scurries and goes, oh, my God, what's he's going psycho on this. And they forget all about that. And this is drawing attention, like I said, from North Korea is a fucking issue right now. Syria is still a major fucking issue. And I don't think people, it's the the eyes are so far off the ball right now. It's like two things are going to happen. Either he's going to get us into some crazy shit, running his mouth or doing silly things, or because he's so busy doing silly shit, something bad is going to fucking happen. And we're not going to be prepared for it. It's going to be one of the two. Something fucked up is going to happen during his presidency. It's just going to be, is it going to be because of him or in spite of him? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it's come yeah. to now. Well, uh, from what I understand, uh, apparently, and this is pretty early in the development as far as news goes, but apparently the U.S. is deploying uh, anti-missile systems in South Korea. Well, I mean, I, they should already have them there just because, I mean, you they, would think. they should know better. But maybe they're pulling some more shit around. I mean, they got to be getting ready for it. I mean, they have to be able to, they have to be ready to knock shit out of the sky. I mean, if they start launching shit. Yeah. I mean, the fortunate thing is, is that Trump is not the only person that's making moves and has eyes, you know, so it's, it's not all up to him as far as, you know, paying attention to this shit. Um, however, I do think that uh, the media, they need to fucking stop it with this shit. Like, ignore his fucking Twitter. Like, I don't care if he yeah. accused Obama of wiretapping him. I don't give a shit. And the reason I don't give a shit is because I know a week from now... Nobody's going to get two shits about it. Now it's going to be talked to. There's going to be nothing that comes of it. There's going to be no investigation, no. none whatsoever. So fuck off with it. Like, stop. And, I mean, to be fair, we are partly to blame because people consume that. Mm-hmm. They get higher ratings. They get more clicks when they put the crazy shit on there. And they get bigger profits. So if we stopped being the fucking idiots that we are and started only paying attention to the actual factual news that matters and they would they would change their tune. They'd be like, "Oh shit, people actually want content." So we're going to have to change. You know, I don't I don't think the media is stupid. I think that they are just playing the game. To get more money. That's it. They're they're not in it to be journalists. They're in it to make money. They're being That's told why, by their editors and their publishers and yeah. producers, hey, you got to put on the crazy shit because that's what gets ratings. That's why it's like, if you want to get a, a rehash of the 
the outline stories. You can watch CNN or MSNBC, but if you want to get like the guts of it, dude, I'm New York Times, Washington Post. I'm constantly reading articles off of them. Those those two papers are killing it as far as any leaks and inside stuff. They're everything you can get off yeah. of those two. Those two. Um, just go to the online papers, man. You can find everything on there. They're doing great work. Hell, even yeah. Vanity Fair has been putting out some good articles. I was reading some of their stuff. They've been, but you, it's. I mean, I get it though. It's it's really easy, but with the whole like the Obama thing, I get why that was great for the media to jump on. It's like you have a president in office accusing another president of committing a federal crime. That's so on. I mean, that's unheard of. Like you've no one has ever done that. Like. It's like, holy shit, dude. He just fucking said Obama's committing a fucking felony in office by illegally wiretapping his shit. And it's like, I, I understand why that's a story. Now, when he throws shit out there like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's fucking ratings suck. He's not going to be back on the print. It's like, okay, let's ignore that. We don't need to put that in the fucking, the, the goddamn ticker at the bottom of the fucking news, you know. But... I think it's just crazy, man. All his surrogates are going on. And I have to say, at least the news is fighting back a little, man. I watch a little bit of these new shows and his surrogates will go on. And they're like, so he has proof of this, right? That Obama is doing this. Well, you know, he's read things that make him believe it. Okay. But there's no proof. He read it on a fucking, on Breitbart. Or he heard it on some radical right. Yeah. I think one of the excuses I heard was, well, he sees information that we don't. Yeah. Um, another one was uh, he's got incredible intuition. It's uh. like, what? <laughs> no, it's it, it's about facts here, bud. Not not this whole like. Well, I think. No, I just I I watched a few of, of his surrogates go on. And they start bringing it up, and I got to say, man, I give the news, at least the media is starting to fight back. They're calling him a liar. When he says stuff, they just, you never saw that before. Even in the past, when you knew presidents, I mean, even Bush with the WMD and all this, they would never say, I mean, they do that, you know, well, he wasn't quite honest with this, or this is, you know, they'll do that kind of shit. But I've never seen them just come straight out and say, the president's fucking lying again. <laughs> you know, there are more lies from the president more dishonesty it's like geez dude i mean they they call him out on it it's it's a good start but then they go and fuck it up he gives that speech on tuesday and i watch a handful of them get up there and they're like oh man he might be turning around now he's real he read a fucking a speech that was bullshit and full of lies and nonsense and he ran off a fucking teleprompter and didn't go off and start yelling about fucking my big victory in my inauguration crowd and you guys act like he's fucking you know lincoln or washington or something and then and they praise him and kiss his ass and they oh, fucking good job trump you kicking ass and then three days later he's fucking saying that the goddamn our, our last president is wiretapping him and fucking doing shit it's like yeah there you go there's your fucking there's your president right there he's a fucking maniac man i don't know yep but Again, I, I seriously think it's just like even as insane as that Twitter rant was, like you just have to ignore it. You have to yeah, ignore it and go with the facts. Because if you get caught up in the whirlwind of the bullshit, then you won't actually see what's going on right underneath your nose. 
we have to be vigilant and pay the fuck attention to what's going on. Yeah. And when the media does their job and keeps on his ass, it's like, as soon as he dropped that fucking executive order last time for the ban, everybody was on his ass and on it, and he had to pull that, and, you know, I mean, he lost that so fast. He put out the new one today, and there's already people picking it apart saying, yeah, you know what he did? He's like, well, we'll take out that language about, you know, taking Christian (laughs) Christians in first. It's like, yeah, because that right alone ruins that whole fucking thing. Because uh, you're putting a religious test on, automatically disqualified, and then they started. They took a rock off the fucking list because they have, I don't know. They discussed with the Rocky, the leadership, and they're gonna put some things in place to make sure that we're not getting terrorists from Iraq now. So, I don't know. It's basically they said that there's still language within it that they could probably take it to court again and fight it. So you'll probably see this one get fought too, and. um I don't know. It's it's crazy because I remember after he lost that circuit court, um, that Ninth Circuit Court case, he said that he was going to they're going to appeal it and they're going to take this all away because they knew they could win it. But he rescinded it when he wrote the new executive order today. So I guess he didn't have as much faith in his executive order as he originally. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's because his lawyers probably like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Let's just move on. Yeah. Well, it only took him a fucking month to put out the new one. Hey, guess what? He's only been in office for a month and a half. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Three more years and (sighs) ten more months (laughs) of this shit. I mean, it it's very Nixonian, some of the things that he does, so I mean some that are not like you know, mm-hmm. pretty much incriminating himself, talking about the wiretaps. Nixon would never do that. Um, but you know, the the whole lashing out at the media kind of stuff—that's very Nixon. Yeah, Nixon was smart. He taped his shit, but he tried to destroy that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, he kind of fucked himself on that one. But yeah, I mean, eh, uh, what are you gonna do? Nixon said, you know, the the enemy is the press. Hmm. Um. I can't remember. There was some like backhanded comment he made to the press one time. Yeah, uh, I, it was uh, essentially I think saying it, he didn't respect them. Yeah, yeah. One of the the media guys got up and basically asked him, you know, if he felt resentment or something towards the media or something. I can't remember how he phrased it. And basically, Nixon said, "He goes, you can't re- resent people you don't respect." <laughs> no. <laughs> And it was like, ooh, that was, ooh, that's pretty shocking for back then. And now Trump's like, whatever, fucking fake yeah, news. They're you guys the enemy of the people. <laughs> and fake now it's news. like, eh. eh. Now everybody's just shrugs their shoulders like, eh, it's Trump. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. So, listeners out there, do yourselves a favor. I know you all are bright, intelligent people. That's why you listen to this show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, read. Don't get your news from cable news. It's all hogwash. Gotta uh, read. Uh, sometimes I like watching Maddow and stuff. She's pretty interesting. She points out some good stuff here and there. But yeah, for the most part, it's pretty... If that's where your only source of news is, it's trash. I mean... Oh, yeah. I'm, I had an argument with a guy, and I asked him where he gets his information from, and he says he's just watches like cable news show after cable news show after cable news show. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, man. Yeah. You're lost. <laughs> yeah. 
because it's just like the client, the climate science, you know, if they always have to make everything equal, if they're going to have 97% of the scientists say climate science is man-made and it's real. Uh, 97.1, sir. Sorry about, sorry, my bad. But anytime you watch cable news, they're going to have one climate scientist and one climate denier, and they make them, they no. put them against there like it's an equal thing, and it's not. That's the bad not. thing about watching that. You're never yeah. going to get that. You're whole... always going to get. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say you're never going to get the the real story. You're going to get that fucking. They want a fucking fight. They want rate. You know, like you said, ratings, man. They got to have yeah. conflict. So. Yeah, I mean the the. That whole you know well the science is still you know not there. A whole Republican chant. Mm-hmm. No, the science is concrete. It's fucking there. We know exactly what's going on and why it's happening. Yeah, so, I, I was going to say we're like the only the Republicans in in Congress. The Republican Party in this country is the only major party in any industrial nation that does not believe in climate science. That is a fact. <laughs> I think they honestly I think they really do believe it. Well, some of them probably don't because they're fucking idiots. Oh, but there's a lot that don't. I think a lot of them do, but they are so in the pockets of these big energy and oil companies. Yeah. That they true. just say they're not. Well, but I guarantee you they 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 know the science. Like ExxonMobil, they had shit back in the 70s, like dude, graphs and stuff. They they knew dude. the science. They knew that shit in the 50s. You can go on YouTube, and I'll, I don't know what it's called, but you got, anybody can go on it. I suggest you do this. It's pretty interesting. There's a clip that Exxon put out. It was before their Exxon Mobiles, just Exxon back then. It's like 58 or something. And I think you can find it on YouTube where they talk about how they were doing research and stuff, and they knew about global warming then. They're talking about atmospheric changes due to the carbon emissions and stuff. It's like 58. <laughs> yeah. and seriously it's a, yeah, it's no, a no, video that ExxonMobil yeah. did it they put it out it's like one of those little old timey science things you'd watch in like fucking school or something you know do, 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 do. hey kids <laughs> guess what we're gonna learn about today carbon emissions what the fuck <laughs> what's this so but I'd suggest anybody trying to look up and check it out if I I'll maybe I won't be lazy and I'll try and find it and throw it on Facebook or something but probably not <laughs> but but yeah, they've known about that shit since the late fifties, yeah. early sixties. The, the science is in, and the science says that we are the cause of it. Mm-hmm. And Rex Tillerson, one of the guys that knew all about this science, <laughs> fucking forty years ago, is now running our state department. God damn Yay. it! <laughs> knew it and didn't do anything about it, and actually <laughs> lied tried about their it. best to yeah to mislead the American mm-hmm. public that the science was still out. That oh well, we're not sure. I've There's heard conflicting science. I've heard that basically it, it, it's if you want to compare it to something, tobacco companies, the way they knew about the addiction and nicotine and the harm it caused and yeah. the cancer and how they hid the, the the research, it's no different. It's the exact same thing. It's no, that, it's, yeah, that that's a good analogy. I mean yeah, because tobacco industry knew a long time ago mm-hmm. and denied, denied, denied. Mm-hmm. And actually paid scientists to say that, no, there's no facts there. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Just like the oil company's doing. But don't worry about it, kids. We're going to take your health insurance away. We're going to stop fucking... Oh, we didn't even get on that. They brought out their little... Uh, 
Yeah, I didn't really get into replace in. thing. Yeah, we'll have to get into that next week because I have to read up on it because I don't really know what the fuck's going on with that. Like, I saw that they put um, out the little plan today, but yeah, essentially, it. it's not good. That, oh, that's course. the consensus. No um, one thing that is kind of curious is that in the, you know, it, it's way at the bottom of the bill, but in the writing, there are tax breaks for the wealthy. Oh no, shit. Tax breaks for people who make uh, five hundred million or more. Well, but they're job creators, Eric. So they need that money to create jobs. Yeah, Th- clearly. Trump's going to be a jobs president. He's already making America great again, didn't he? Tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're fucked. <laughs> uh, yep. Primaries, baby. Primaries. That's what we got to do. Well, that's all change sexes and then try and use the alternate bathrooms and watch our base head explode. We'll kill all of all the conservatives that way. Their heads will blow up like in scanners and then we can fucking take the government back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I got. I'm, I got mad ideas, man. All righty folks. Hope you enjoyed it. We're all going to die. Uh, check out our Canadian brethren at pod blocked mm. and their other show, uh, four, two, that, fuck, can never remember it. <laughs> I don't remember the number either. You can't give us numbers like that. It's too it's, hard, man. It's wherever the Simpsons live. Yeah, just look at the Simpsons address, and that's the name of their podcast. <laughs> You're <laughs> trying on. to look it up real quick. Yeah, I'm Googling it right now. So anyway, I, I'm i not going to lie, dude. And I, I, I know Joe listens, and I love Joe, but I haven't listened to the Simpsons thing yet. Now, I, I will because I am curious as to what exactly they're doing with it, how this is going to work out. So I got to get on it. So I haven't given it a a listen yet, but I will check it out. That's promise. God damn it. And then I'm going to do a show reviewing the review of the Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) A review of the review. I was going to do that back in the day. Our friend Brad used to do a show with his buddy Andrew and they'd go watch a movie together and hold hands and do the popcorn trick on each other. And neon then Glow Boys. Yeah, then they yeah, the Neon Glow Wars. And then they'd review it. And I always wanted to do a show of the review of them reviewing it. I always thought that would be great. I never got around to it and then they quit doing it. But now I've got my second chance. <laughs> uh, I just I need to start doing that with like YouTube. Just start <laughs> uploading uh videos on our YouTube channel of me like reviewing someone else's YouTube U- YouTube videos of a review <laughs> dude that would be a genius <laughs> great and i'll make it like weird shit too like i might have like a video game here but then i'll have it like some weird crazy shit that i don't even own or would never buy so you'll be the next youtube star people will be like exactly this is... yeah as i mean of course people everybody... do like weird shit on youtube so yeah i mean of course the people's videos you're t- taking to do the review off of they're gonna get pissed and probably try and sue you or something ah eh, fuck them <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it would be a it, great They're idea. stealing intellectual property just as much as I am, so they can That's fuck true. off. Yeah. I hate that whole... I'm going to go on a tangent here, sorry, but I hate that whole fucking YouTube culture, these <laughs> crying little whiny bitches who complain about companies saying, no, you can't have our products in your YouTube video. They're copyrighted, asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, guess what? You can't just do anything for free. Like, you, you got to go through the proper protocols, so... That's true. Fuck off. Like, and they bitch and complain and, oh, 
how am I going to support my family and make money? Maybe get a real fucking job <laughs> instead of making fucking YouTube videos, you piece of shit. That is a real job. Lazy motherfuckers. <laughs> no YouTube fucking channel is fucking worth it. They're all a bunch of pansy-ass bitches who never worked a... Um, well, they may have worked a day in their life, but they're not working now. Like that fucking dude, the anti-Semitic piece of shit. Uh, I'm going to call him by what his name actually spells, PewDiePie. <laughs> That's what your name spells, you moron. You, uh... <laughs> you that guy fun. makes millions, millions of dollars, and he cries about the fact that Nintendo won't let him put their products on his channel. It's like, oh, fuck God. off. <laughs> Let's review some of his fine work next week. Yeah, see how he likes it. I'll review <laughs> PewDiePie, and I'll call him that every time. Uh, anyway, yeah. so check out Chris and Joe's other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Did you ever find it? 742 Evergreen Terrace. There you go. Um, check out Brad's shows. That's the um, longest. That's the longest fucking one we've ever done. As far as like trying to, you know, give a shout out to another podcast. Andy and the Brad Tastic Voyage. Mm-hmm. I think they've taken a break the last couple of weeks. Aw, but I think I don't know if I don't think they're ending it yet. We'll see. Not blowing it up just yet. I don't know. Brad's real bad about doing like twenty shows and then blowing up shit and then starting something else. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, check out his, I guess, steady show then. Digital Frustrations um, on the Digital Frustrations Network. Network, yeah. Uh, check out Michael's other show. Um, some shitty thing. Uh-huh. Is that the I, name of your show? Some shitty uh, thing? No, uh, the Utterly, Utterly pointless, pointless Podcast. Podcast, yeah. On the Intellectual, Intellectual Saviors Network. Network. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. I, I didn't do a show last week, but don't worry. we got plenty of wrestling talk to catch up on this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to take a break from one podcast, you might as well take a break from both podcasts. Yeah, I did. I took both off so, last week. I, I don't discriminate. I was like, I mean, fuck it all, man. I'm done. <laughs> I'm taking a break. Let, let me be clear. Oh. Making a podcast is just as difficult as making a YouTube video. <laughs> it's my, it might be harder because you can do visuals and stuff on YouTube to kind of like, you know, for filler and stuff. Like we can't. This is we've got to be somewhat entertaining in an audio format, which I think is much more difficult. Yeah, no, I mean there there are some YouTube channels that are good, and but it yeah. is what it is. I, it is what know. it is. And I'm pretty sure there are people that do work hard at it and all that stuff. Don't try and backtrack now. You fucking called them all a bunch of pussies that don't do I just, shit. <laughs> I just think it's fucking stupid when you get upset that, you know, it's like if we came on this show and we, without permission, started putting somebody's music on it, you know, and then they came out and said, hey, you can't do that. You know, that's copyrighted material. Yeah. And us being like, well, why not? It's like, See, I would, no, I would you, never you do that on this show. You can't fucking do that with copyrighted material. Because people actually do listen to this one, but now my other one. <laughs> yeah. I do what I want. I don't give a <laughs> shit. If anybody shuts it down, so be it. I'll just fucking start another one under like a fucking alternate name or something. I'll go, uh, it'll be Carlos Danger presents. Carlos Danger. I am Carlos Danger. Presents the intellectual saviors. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Adios. Muchachos. One.